0: Welcome to this episode of Sports United Podcast, episode 21. Hopefully you are all having a wonderful evening, weekend, day, whenever you listen to this. Uh, This week is all dedicated to hockey, as we have just concluded the Stanley Cup playoffs for 2019-2020 season. We talk with Alvaro, who is our hockey insider, where we go through everything that's kind of happened. This is actually recorded on the day that the Tampa Bay Lightning were victorious and won the Stanley Cup. So we go through the actually the last few minutes of that game and break it down for you live. Uh, and we are releasing this just before the NHL draft, which is happening on October the 6th and 7th. So listen to this while you watch the very exciting draft happening this week. Uh, if you listen to this afterwards, you know the who got drafted where and hopefully you're happy or maybe upset few shockers i'm sure lots of trades will be happening as uh, the salary cap is not moving because of the pandemic so it's going to be very interesting going forward so we're going to kick it to our discussion with alvaro And we welcome back uh, our recurring guest and friend of the show, uh, Alvaro, to the Sports United podcast. Welcome back to what is
1: probably the end of the season. A end of the hockey season uh, for, I guess, a couple weeks. Thanks for having me back. Uh, You know, it'll be like a matter of weeks before the next season starts. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we knows, don't right? know.
0: There oh, we do we know no there's idea. no bubble for the twenty 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 one season.
1: They have said that. Yeah, I mean that's what they say right now, right? But things are in our province, at least Ontario, things are getting rolled back to a certain degree. So uh if that's the case and if Toronto is a bubble or involved in a bubble or whatever, you know, that has an effect. Same with Ottawa, so
0: yeah, it, we seem to be taking these, uh, you know, rises
1: in our cases a little bit more seriously
0: here than our neighbors to the south. So,
1: yeah, I noticed a slight, uh, a slight variance, uh, just as a minimal difference uh, between the two countries. In, in, uh, and <laughs> 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 yeah, it's very, very negligible difference. Uh, no, it's quite different, right? Like traveling for sports in the States, it, it doesn't so, really make sense.
0: So uh, what the MLS did was they wanted to continue their season. So uh, they wanted to wait and see what the level would be at. And then in August, they were like, okay, the three Canadian teams can just play each other three times. And then the American teams will play and we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out at the end of September. We'll see where we're at. And they did that. And then everything was the same. And they were like, Oh, mm, uh you guys better come down here so you could play other teams since we can't travel up there. Cause you know, the, you know, make us quarantine for 14 days. And so yeah. now they're down there calling, uh, New Jersey for Montreal, Portland, uh, for Vancouver and Connecticut for Toronto are their home games. Uh, yeah. When like, they play uh, like the, the Jays, I guess. This, yeah. The Jays in Buffalo.
1: Yeah. Which is uh, so strange.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, uh, they transformed the park beautifully to make it kind of look like Skydome. Dome, but blue. Yeah, blue. They put a (laughs) WestJet sign, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, But uh, the the backdrop of Buffalo identical (laughs) identical to Toronto's. Uh, Identical, you know. You can. Oh man. Beautiful. You You can just (laughs) beautiful computer background type of stylized image, just gorgeous skyline.
0: So if we get to say things kind of are the same, which is on the uptick, which is not good. And uh, here in Canada, uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up in the matter of two weeks, I think. Um, Yeah, the end of harvest. So, uh, you know, they're saying don't have large gatherings, keep it in your bubble because you know if we do this and start to mend it again we can have essentially what they're saying you can have christmas is kind of the trade off they're going after no i i guess that's how politicians speak you know it's have two people yeah. at thanksgiving you can have 10 at christmas you know that's our trade off i guess
1: give us something we'll give you something back
0: but uh if it's not into. if things kind of stay the same and we get you know towards christmas and flu season ramps up and uh you know they theys it's probably going to have I would say a January start to this season, what it looks like maybe or December. Um, do you maybe. see those Canadian teams having to go down to the states because of the travel restrictions?
1: Uh, the problem is I just don't see anything changing in the states, and if it doesn't change in the states, then you have seven teams that can't go down there, and no one can come up here um, as soon or they just remain down there. Uh, and I don't really want to see that and i it's fair to say that the a, a large portion of the league are Canadians and they don't want to be your season because as soon as you come up you have to do a 14 day quarantine uh, and if things don't change believe that they will uh, not by the new year then why like why why would we comfortably want to have travel uh, back and forth between the two countries just wouldn't make sense
0: yeah I think if they'll have to go down and pick a city to be their home city essentially for
1: the season I guess in teams, so that's uh, you know yeah, that's a lot of almost you know, a third of the league it's um, a lot of
0: figuring it out it's not like the Blue Jays where it's just one mm-hmm. or three so, MLS teams for a month and a half or two months depending on how far they go into the playoffs
1: yeah so it depends i guess if uh maybe they have smaller bubbles like um
0: oh like a regional bubble yeah, like, like they were talking about yeah
1: exactly so you know now you, they d- you play they within did your conference kind of thing
0: jerry bettman is very much against doing the bubble again saying that uh you know it's it's hard on players we're n- I'm not gonna lie it's you're not mentally ready or away from your families like it's exhausting. Um, and he, he's come out right now and said that the bubbles won't be happening. Um, do you think it's going to take another huge rise in the United States for them to kind of reevaluate that?
1: I mean, it would be just the same, I guess, slope that they're on because they're, they're not on the downward slope. Uh, so I don't know what more it could take. Maybe just a matter of the timing being right for the call to be made. Because uh, really, if there is no change, um, most big cities in the States, the numbers are going up still.
0: And, they but, have any, and they're haven't, and they not even close to having their Thanksgiving or Christmas yet. Exactly. And that's so within they even six peaked. weeks of each other. So.
1: That's and they far, have their as election. As far as what we so. know, the election... Uh, <laughs> that's that's part of the reason that I don't think anything would change even until the new year, if that were possible, if that were to happen. Um, it's just so much unknown that if, if Batman thinks it's hard for players to stay away, f- to be away from their families in a bubble, then there's going to be what a significant amount of families that have to go see their fam their, their, hockey player family down in the states uh and they do the quarantine so that's how it would work um but again it wouldn't there wouldn't be like inter-country travel i don't think um no
0: there would be no way that they could do this again without having the families come because i think there was a plan to get them but they just couldn't get a deal with the canadian government which is fair as much as you want the happy stories you still have to keep your citizens safe Yeah, in all likelihood,
1: that's where they might budge um, as far as allowing things to happen. I don't think they're gonna. They've done a good job
0: with no, uh, no uh, confirmed cases in the bubble in nine weeks. Which, and same thing with the uh, with the NBA. Same thing. So like the it's it's clear that it's worked. And then we had baseball who. Didn't do the bubble and was like, oh, maybe that's a good idea. And now, immediately,
1: entire teams were like, and for their
0: playoffs, imagine that they're going to do a bubble after the first round of the playoffs.
1: Yeah. So, what does that tell you that the bubbles actually worked?
0: But enough about next season. We still have this season going on. Uh, As we record this, it is game six. Uh, between Tampa Bay and the Stars, and Tampa Bay is up two nothing uh, with the start of the third coming up. Does Steven Stamkos finally get a Stanley Cup, even though he's very much broken?
1: I kind of hope so, right? Um, I'm I'm torn between the two teams uh, as far as like having a favorite or thinking that there may be uh, one team more likely than the other as far as it looks right now, Tampa Bay has uh, a better chance to end it tonight, but it's two, nothing. We don't, we can't guarantee anything. Um, I think if it happens tonight, then great, but I doubt it will happen tonight. If anything,
0: I think Tampa just has uh, to me more of the people that like when your team's out and like it's down to like three or four, you're kind of like, well, I, w- I would like to see that team win because this person deserves it. This person deserves it. And my team's out. So might as well let them win. So later yeah, on, if your it, team's playing them, you don't feel as bad for beating them because, oh, and my, is my team going to be responsible for never allowing Ovechkin to win a Stanley Cup Well, he eventually yeah. won one. So you're like, cool, it's out of the way. We can beat him up again. Like, yeah, it's I far. guess you
1: can get that monkey off your back. Uh, It's not just me
0: because I have a soft spot for people who I think deserve to win at least one championship.
1: Yeah, (laughs) or at least get
0: to the dance. I mean, that's my thing. Is there are players that I'm like, wow, you never won a Stanley Cup, but like, uh, in a in a way, you could be like, well, you you had the opportunity, you made it to that final, you got to experience what a final is like, you lost, which really sucks, but at least you could say you you. You were close, whereas there are some players that don't even make it out of the first round for their entire career.
1: Yeah, until they make it all the way to the cup, right? Like uh, <laughs> like um, Ron Hainsey with the Penguins. Crazy story with him. Uh, they had, he had never made it out of the first round until he won the cup with the Penguins. Like, imagine that. <laughs> first round, exit. First round, exit. First round, exit. His entire career. Once he makes it to the second round, he goes all the way to winning the cup. Crazy, as one of the top guys too, which you wouldn't think at his point his career, and that happened. Not to say uh, Dallas
0: is not talented or has a lot of people. I just think, I mean,
1: (laughs) that's the thing. Tampa Bay
0: should have won last year and then choked. So is this their like mulligan?
1: In a year where some people would make the, in my opinion, stupid argument that this isn't. The, a real Stanley Cup that uh. this one has an asterisk uh, in a year like that would still be nice to see him win I'm a little torn because I like the style of play that Dallas plays with I really like watching Tampa and they're probably more similar in the way that the team is constructed at least except for the defense for the team that I cheer for which is Toronto Maple Leafs because they're a super uh, offensive team they're they're They've got offensive dynamos. You know, Stamkos is out and they're still basically not missing a beat. Uh, main difference, of course, is that they have a defense core. Yes. we worth speaking about. And they have a really solid, like, top five goal in the league. Um, unfortunately, we haven't seen that much uh, in my neck of the woods. But I love watching the style of play of the, the Stars. They They're... They're more rough. They're more old school hockey. I know a little bit of that flash here and there with their finish flash forwards and, <laughs> uh, you know, their defensemen. Holy shit. Do you think I mean, that's
0: the veteran presence on Dallas that makes them more grittier because they've been in the league longer? So they know that yeah. older style of play?
1: That too, right? Because look at like the last few games, the forwards that have been scoring goals are old guys Pavelski and, and Corey <laughs> Perry. And, and these are the types of players. That I'm thinking like, that's the kind of players you want to you want to go after uh, at like the trade deadline when he's you know on a team that doesn't have a chance. That's what like something like Joe Thornton should have been, even though you know he wanted to get traded and they didn't let him go. That's the type of guy that you want to look at in free agency of giving like like the uh, you know Tyler Ennis treatment or the Jason Spezza treatment that kind of thing uh, where like Sam Gagne was recently signed by the Red Wings. Uh, you, you need those guys that though they might not be the same name that they were in the past when we were, you know, much younger, they're, they're still top flight, like in terms of their experience and what they bring and when they bring it, because they know how to c- consume their energy and, and maintain that and then let it out. Like they're fucking ninjas. Uh they, these are the types of guys, like I remember Jason Arnett was that kind of guy. Ooh, uh, yeah. Good name, kind poem. of guy, Good man, poem. like Gary Roberts. Like these are the kinds of guys that you really want to have around and they're grizzled as shit, but they know what it takes to win. Maybe they haven't won it yet, but they've seen it happen and they, they've you know lost sleep over it. So that's the <laughs> kind of guy, that passion that you want.
0: I will say this is the most I've watched Dallas play in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, um, it's true. Actually, since probably those years where the, the they exactly were there, you right <laughs> know, the Dallas Stars and New Jersey Devils. Oh man, that was a hell of a series. Darian Thatcher, that type of fucking uh, leader, man. Ah, oh, he, well, he's even still, I
0: was uh, there's a uh, uh, kind of a a site in a Facebook page that has been doing like all time team members, and they've kind of been they started to do the the last few teams and. They did the, the Dallas Stars and just looking at the names, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And even with the uh, Tampa Bay, like, uh, Phil Pula and, uh, oh, uh, Malone man, and just, yeah. uh.
1: Oh, man. St. Louis. St. Louis, <laughs> Le Cavalier. Like, like yeah, Le Cavalier before he was a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just weird. That was weird. It was not, not a nice sight. I don't, I didn't like it. I want destroyed from my memory um it was almost like seeing uh madano in a red wings jersey You're like oh
0: why you know he so just bad. wanted that other cup that's
1: <laughs> and also mike babcock cock blocked him from like reaching uh, <laughs> one of his milestones was it like 500 games uh 500 consecutive games or something like that i can't yeah. remember what it was, it was something
0: but like that yeah
1: fucking babcock Ugh, we should have known that he was an asshole anyway
0: where does he coach next
1: um, maybe in uh, KHL. Um, <laughs> he, I know he was he was interviewed for the. Uh, um, damn it! Who did La let just let just sign? Ah, it's gonna it's gonna escape me. But yeah, Mike Babcock interviewed for that position and it went. Oh, was to, it the Capitals? Yeah, that's right. It was the Capitals. So that would have been. A terrible decision for the Capitals. I'm glad they went with someone like Babulet if they're going to go with one of those, like, you know, more uh, experienced well, he, coaches. He's more
0: suited for who they have.
1: I exactly. Think. Someone like Ovechkin does not want to be coached by Babcock. No. 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 Babcock. That, that's when
0: he goes to Russia.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. To play in the COVID hockey league. Holy <laughs> shit. They have it. If we want to talk about a league that has it rough, they have it rough. They have teams Uh, that are entirely out. Like I mean, no, but rosters are are full on COVID.
0: They just haven't uh, released the vaccine yet in Russia. They're just manufacturing it right now, so it's
1: oh yeah,
0: it's it's, a good uh, quality
1: Russian vaccine. That's what I want to hear about. Well, yeah, I mean, bring uh, that bring that over here. We we need that good old Russian. You saw
0: the test. Vladimir Putin uh, uh, inoculated one of his daughters, so you know she's fine
1: it checks out it definitely checks. what can out. i say it definitely It this seems totally legit <laughs> sign me up so
0: uh as uh, i mean the season will end this week regardless if it ends tonight, mm-hmm. or, tonight or i wednesday. believe wednesday yeah yeah so uh we started to see teams uh renewing buying out people um saying that they're not going so there are some fan favorites who have been uh kind of told that they're not going to be re-signed. there's uh miko koivu in minnesota yeah uh, who's been their captain for what 10 years
1: yeah another koivu that that gets shafted by a, a team that he's been loyal to eh? right like, like i felt i felt saku koivu had the same treatment in montreal They didn't even offer him a contract to come back one more year same thing with Miku. like what is it uh, about these koivu guys like they, they've been nothing but class their entire careers.
0: Nothing, that's the kind right?
1: of guy. He's not exactly like rough rough and tumble, you know, Joe, Joe Thornton type, but that's the kind of guy you want to you wanna take a gamble on because he's
0: – He doesn't have to be rough and tumble. like He doesn't have to be.
1: No, not with his skill set. He's,
0: he's a huge, like, hands. definitely huge leader. Where do you see him going? Because I don't think he's done playing. Yeah.
1: He, he would know, he be a great veteran with, pickup like we were talking for about. For sure if he doesn't sign with a contending team that wants to fill out their bottom six or even bottom three, if they really want to be mid picky about it, uh, then he'll probably sign with a team uh, trying to get to the cap floor. Maybe a team, not necessarily team like Ottawa or like Detroit uh, Buffalo, you know, Buffalo doesn't have a lot of forwards signed right now. Maybe just, they know they're not going to be like contending again. You want to get these pickups because you can, parlay them into picks at the trade deadline. And there's Mm -hmm. going to be contending teams that can't take on that entire cap from the start of the season when when they go for a guy that he's, you know, gone through the beginning of that season and has proven himself still capable. So there's going to be that market for those players every single year. So if they don't sign outright with a contender, they're going to sign with one of the bottom, like, you know, bottom basement dwelling teams. Uh, as a warm body as an experienced guy for their young kids and then they get shipped off at the trade deadline to go have a chance. Do you think um,
0: that conversation happens in contract negotiations like you
1: think so, right? Like, like
0: hey, we want you to like come in, wink, teach wink, the nudge, young guys, nudge. like show them what it's about. We like you're a great leader. We want you around here. You know, if we're in a position, we'll try and trade you to a contender. Do you have yeah. a list like uh like but we want you here to Know, build the kind of community with the team get them going and as a thank you we'll try and trade you
1: it, it must be right like how could it not be when when you're you're gonna come to the table with your you know as a as an older guy like that you don't want to you don't want to be sold uh a bag of magic beans you want to hear the truth you want you've been around the block you've been around the league for a long time you know where teams are at you know the roster that they have it's not hard to, to keep up with that so you must know like like you guys we're not going to say that we're not going to try but we need to be realistic we're not going to really be in contention and if we are then great but if we're not give me a chance at the trade deadline and i'll come in and i'll be that mentor guy you know like, like patrick marlowe uh <laughs> you know there's there's guys <laughs> like that it doesn't always end up well because these are the types of players you want to go on a short-term contract, not yeah. more than three years. Um, ideally, two. Perfectly one, but depends on the point in their career too, right? Like a guy like Justin Williams, uh, your namesake, would be a perfect type of of would have been a perfect type of get for for a team that was searching for. Uh, veteran leader like that uh, last off season. Of course he didn't sign until midseason for some reason, but he stayed with his team, which is also fine because they were a contender, clearly.
0: Yeah. Uh not to turn this into the Ottawa Senators uh talk right now, but uh two fan favorites I always favorites. turn this into Leaf's talk so <laughs> <laughs> two fan favorites have been told that they will not one will not be offered a contract and one they are buying out in Craig Anderson and Bobby Ryan. Uh, and that's yeah. essentially, you know, the past 10 years, it's been, they've been part of the franchise, uh, part of the community, part of the definitely ups and downs, uh, more with Bobby Ryan than uh, Anderson. Yeah. But uh, I'm certainly sad to see them go, uh, regardless of the frustrations um, uh, with the ups and downs. But uh, I, I think they're two class acts in the nhl and uh have served the franchise for the better in a a decade where it was definitely up and down with uh some of the decisions and the ownership and um but do you see them signing
1: anywhere i hope so for bobby ryan for sure anderson's a little on the older side and, and that one's a little bit more understandable um who's are yeah. we're going to have in that? Like... Well, we have a, a pileup of goalies,
0: young goalies. Okay. Where they've looked good in the AHL, so you just kind of have to see if they have it for the NHL.
1: A season like this, it, it won't really, you know, it's not a yeah. uh, <laughs> make or break season by any means. So it's kind of like, hey, why, don't, why not? Like, see what you have. You're in the middle of the rebuild. You see Anderson see you signing
0: maybe with Colorado again, or That'd be Florida
1: right? as a backup role. Florida has a
0: well. He a bad he, history he, with backup goalies. He has a <laughs> house in Florida, so that's why I say like, oh, okay. be, like that's where his family lived. Uh, yeah. especially when his wife was going through uh, her treatments. Right, um, but he has yeah, so he history. has had
1: a lot of ups and downs here too, for sure. Yeah, um, um, here in Ottawa. That's uh, that's the thing with. um, Having such a a huge portion of your career in one part of the country uh, in one city, um, you set roots right. And and these these are both American guys, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure yes. Greg Anderson's American. I know for sure Bobby Ryan's American. Um, he's and both guys who story. have
0: won uh, Bill Masterson awards in the past five years. Yeah. So like they've yeah, gone it through. It shows
1: that they have character, right?
0: and uh, i'm certainly going to miss them um it's going to be it's going to be a weird it's i mean it's definitely not the the senators of of i guess my early adulthood
1: uh, yeah, it's yeah, not like my adolescence because yeah, that's it's...
0: that's far those guys are far gone but, uh,
1: we're talking about alfie
0: yeah like so this is i guess yeah, the. This, oh. <laughs> i guess this is the the second iteration of uh, my memory what i remember i can n- name yeah. off guys not just as a kid you are like number 19 is pretty cool his name <laughs> i he's moving i can't read his name but
1: radic bunk
0: uh i have his autograph
1: that's awesome man i love hearing autograph stories
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he's no matter how long he's been here he still talks with an accent and it's so like what i'm radic bunk
1: but that's the only way I could accept his name,
0: right? And I, he didn't I, have a mullet, so that was the that, was the that was the sad part. <laughs> but that's a good follow oh, if you man. follow Radic Bonks mullet on uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, on Twitter, uh,
1: really funny guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hope Bobby Ryan gets gets. To, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't see why not. Like he has proven that he's uh, made solid decisions in his career and in his uh his personal life um he's the kind of guy exactly what i was just talking about that you you want to say hey one or two years you want to come and uh you know be be a mentor type of player that's that's yeah that would be an ideal fit imagine spezza and Uh, Bobby Rang. imagine it come on
0: they're gonna have to pay him more than a, a nickel or a a quarter. That's all they Maybe got. Maybe not for, though. Right? Like,
1: like league minimum. He's already getting paid. He Just got bought out. He's still getting paid. Maybe like I, I wouldn't even be upset if it was like one point five. Do they have one point
0: five in the cap? Yeah, you
1: can make space. There's a whole. <laughs> it's a whole thing of like, oh, is there is there space? Is if you if you make budget deals like what I'm talking about, and you don't spend. The three point five, the two point five in your like bottom six, then you you can have the kind of top heavy roster that Toronto has. I can mean, you if make they if they trade
0: a certain blonde haired person, no,
1: nope. Willie's not going anywhere. Willie's probably one of the better value contracts that the Leafs have.
0: If they trade uh, a brown haired guy.
1: Every other player, you better not be talking about Austin Matthews. <laughs> no, they'll, his contract's too, I don't see. Matthews' contract? It's too big, you think? Matthews, they, they wouldn't look at his contract and be like, that's a detractor. i talking about a player that can score 40 goals in a season. What? That's true. I don't see how that contract is a problem at all. Uh, if there is a problem contract, it's Marner's and I still think it's movable. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, you have three guys that take up a lot of your
1: your yeah, cap over space. Over thirty. And uh, I know
0: the idea was that the cap space will continue to go up in the coming years, and they'd be anymore. fine. But yeah, <laughs>
1: surprise. Yeah, it's it's what you got to work with. Um, if if they were to trade a player, I mean, I don't even like having the conversation. Um but if it's gonna be one of the, the wingers, because you're not gonna trade a center, you're not gonna trade Johnny T or Austin Matthews, um, then it'll be one of the wingers, right? And you're looking at Marner or Nylander. It has to be one of them. Um I'd rather keep Nylander. I'm saying it that way because I don't even wanna say that I wanna get rid of Marner. Um but Do they
0: make a trade at the the draft.
1: Probably. I think they They have several trades that they have to make, um, two probably at the minimum, uh, unless they're packaged together. But the guys I'm thinking and maybe not Kerfoot Kerfoot I'm on the fence with, I'd rather see a, a different three C. Yeah. A blonde Swede could, could leave and it not be Nylander. Um, <laughs> and I'd be okay with that. Uh, unfortunately he should have been traded last season. Um, that's what should have happened. It shouldn't have been Connor Brown. I love Connor Brown. I'm looking at him right now. He's on my calendar. I do um, think,
0: yeah, that was a, that was a hurtful one. And...
1: Yeah. I I was, I was a fan of Connor Brown when he was on the Erie otters. I was like, Oh, he's the one carrying with David. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 but he was awesome. He was, he was a good player. I enjoyed following because uh, I knew he, he was drafted by the Leafs. I knew Andreas Johnson was also drafted by the Leafs, and I followed his career too. He went through a lot of injuries when he was in his junior in uh, the SHL or the the league recolo, the junior league of the SHL. Uh, he was always a goal scorer, so I liked him. I liked having him. But these are the types of guys that you can you can then trade for, you know, parts that you need. They're they're more replaceable than a than a top four defenseman. Mm. And if we have them in surplus, that's what we should have done. Uh, you could argue that we did that, but it was the wrong one with Tyson Berry. But he got rid of a guy that had one of the best contracts at the least I've ever had, um, Nazem Kadri. So, again, it's, it's picking the ones to move. This year, it's probably going to be, uh, if not just Johnson, then Kerfa and Janssen. Um Potentially even a guy like Travis Dermott. Uh, we have left-handed defensemen. And he's kind of like, okay, you could, you you have talent, you have potential. Show it, man. You gotta put it together. Cause you guys, you got Rasmus Sandin behind you. You got Timothy Liljegren. I'm not gonna say that name again. um, Behind you, and they they have talent too. They got they've got, you know, shine to show. So move it, kind of thing. I think Travis Dermott is probably. Uh, on the block too, so to speak. Um,
0: So one guy that's just about due for a contract up is uh, the namesake of earlier, Alexander Ovechkin. And mm -hmm. rumor is he's uh, looking for upwards of 12 million a season uh, because he's on the cap friendly and discount price of nine or just under nine a year.
1: Yeah. Which looks ridiculous. Do they, by today's standard. (laughs)
0: Can they pay him twelve? I, I feel like they're going to have they, to, right? Like
1: they, they'll, they'll again. You, you, if for a guy like that, you, you make space. Um, should they? Yes. Can they? Yes. Will they? Probably yes. It, 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 a guy like Ovechkin doesn't go to another team. You don't let him walk. And he has. Does, a great does he go to another
0: other. team, or does he just go to the KHL?
1: he wants and he's, he's kind of a crazy guy so he might do that but <laughs> like not crazy oh you're a Russian stereotype but like he's just like do you see how he was celebrating with the cup that was that was insanity that was that was awesome nothing against him uh, when I say crazy I'm crazy so that's a compliment um but I don't I don't see him leaving he's what like 33 34 if that no he might even not be that uh so why like he'd still have another few seasons in this tank for sure the way he yeah plays, don't let the great want
0: fool you that uh, he's older than yeah.
1: he is. <laughs> he's he's like he's close to our age really yeah um
0: well that's the thing he's he's he's, he's so played at a discount records. price that now is what essentially he feels that he it's his time to get paid essentially what he's worth, which is fair. Everyone's entitled to that. It's uh, will they pay him that, and will they, you know, hoop themselves for everyone else? I have yeah, no they, idea. They,
1: they kind of have to. Like a generational talent like that, you don't let them walk. You can't really trade. Like you, I guess Gretzky got traded, so anyone can get traded. The whole mantra. It would be, it'd be like seeing the Pittsburgh Penguins not re-sign Crosby if Crosby's not calling it quits.
0: That's that yeah, be, it's, it's, you're, it you're beyond that be point right. where you kind of have to – he's a capital for life.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like we talked about Mika Koivu earlier, and it's a very different tier of player. And for a part of the Minnesota Wild is weird. But to see someone like either Crosby or Ovechkin not be – a penguin or a capital I just don't see how ownership could get away with that. I could could handle a, like a management team that does that and let it No, it would be fly, a death of right?
0: to the fan base. Like you'd lose so oh, yeah. many
1: Yeah. Like who would let a, a Michael Jordan walk, right? Right? Who would,
0: who would let a generational who would talent just you know, <laughs> just go away? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so ridiculous i love that documentary man hbo is
0: killing it ah man it's so good
1: amazing yeah i think i think Ovechkin's a cap for life um whether they have the cap space or they have to make it and make difficult decisions he's not going to come back for the same price Maybe if it's in the 11-something range, but yeah, I'd be probably looking at 12. The number has to have a
0: 1 and then another digit other than a 0 after it, I think, for him to consider. Mm-hmm. So not yeah. 10. It has to be, I think, at least 11.
1: And, and for him, it would be like, how many seasons are you giving me? Yeah. Right. So he's he's 35 now. So he'll be 36 by the end of the track, maybe two or three years. Maybe he'll ask for four.
0: I can see him asking for four.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't even be crazy to see him playing until he's 40. Oh, no. Like, look at Chara. Exactly. And we're still thinking, will Chara have another year? Look at Thorne. Joe oh, Thorne. Chara,
0: Chara wants to have another year, it's whether yeah. Boston will
1: give that to him. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great... Crazy- Would not want to keep Zdeno Chara.
0: You, you hear, I I've heard more from Boston fans this year than I thought I ever would because you always hear something about you know Boston Twitter or Boston fans saying stuff, but like the amount of yeah. chatter when they lost, there's like, well, all right, bye, Charlie, and it's like really, like you're just,
1: it's weird,
0: so ready to move on from him, and that's going to make your team better. Like it's yes, he's, he's slow. Because he's old and he's he you know, seven fast. one, but
1: he was never fast. <laughs> never really fast. He was a giraffe on skates. That's not why you don't get him to win speed battles.
0: I think people seem to think that he was fast at some point. They don't remember, you know. They. I guess. We're we're coming In the up clutch soon. Clutch and grab around,
1: era. I don't think so.
0: You know, we're coming up soon on their ten year anniversary of their last winning the cup, right? So I think.
1: Whoa, that's what? That's crazy.
0: It's it's coming up fast.
1: That's quick. Time flies by when you're in a, <laughs> a pandemic.
0: So one good thing that they've announced is that we will still have a World Juniors hockey tournament in, oh, yeah. uh, around Christmas time, which is uh, pretty much a... secondary holiday after Christmas here in Canada uh, and they will be doing the bubble style Um, so how happy are you that this tournament is still going on as scheduled
1: yeah it's going to be awesome Um, World Juniors it is that Canadian tradition right it's like Christmas Boxing Day World Juniors like that's Boxing Day is about the World Juniors I don't go shopping It's not going to be like, Oh no, you miss
0: the hockey game. If you go get a TV.
1: No. Yeah. I'm watching the young Swedes, the young Finns, the young Canadians. Um, hopefully all of them beating up on the Russians and the Americans. Ideally. Um, those are obviously go for team Canada first and foremost, but I love watching the Finnish and Swedes play, especially the young guys, man. They're so creative. So full of talent. Finland hell of a, a national team in the next olympics in what 2032 whenever the hell it is um yeah i'm I'm psyched for the world juniors um it's going to be in a bubble i guess that's what i wasn't expecting to watch it live anyway so to get to watch it'll be fine
0: i mean i was kind of uh, i i mean it's going to go back to edmonton because i think it's edmonton where it was Calgary Red Deer or Calgary Edmonton supposed to be. Okay. And then they're just going to the um, the bubble. Uh, and then ed- the the proper way the tournament was going to will be there, I think, the next year, the year after. Um, but, oh, so uh, to the
1: city that was supposed to host it?
0: Yeah. Okay. So I I think this year was definitely supposed to be in Alberta. And then I think it was supposed to go back over to Europe and then back into Canada. Right. Um, I don't know if it's been shifted or they're going to like keep going and then 2022 just... is going to be what 2020 tournament was going to be. I, I have to read up on it again, but uh, uh, I, I'm you know super close. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go to games when it was in Ottawa in 2009 and that was a heck of an experience. Uh, didn't get to go see Team Canada because that was very expensive. <laughs> impossible tickets. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> Uh, but seeing the other teams was just, you see how fast it is. You just see how everything, it, it was crazy. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's yeah. always fun to watch international hockey.
0: Oh, international. It's, it's, yeah. You and me have been to international games, exhibition ones, and yeah. it was just a heck Even of then, a, a the, lot of fun. Even then, the so. tempo is
1: crazy. It's, it's very different. Sure, we don't have the international ice surface, but it's still the same. Uh, the same kind of, you're watching the top of the, the top players of the world representing their countries. It's, there's no bigger stage, really. You could say the, the Stanley Cup's a bigger stage, but first for a lot of Europeans winning gold medal at the Olympics is the Stanley Cup. So uh, it really depends who you ask. Obviously, the Stanley Cup is a different kind of award, but if you're looking at it as I did it with my country folk, yeah, mm. winning winning a gold medal. There's nothing like it. It can't
0: be. Now, uh, after the NHL is uh, done, NBA uh, is going into their finals, so they'll be done shortly. We will have uh, football essentially three times a week, if one game on Thursday one game on Monday and Sunday. We have the MLS, uh, which is going to go until December, which is a little crazy to think that it might be a little cold in some of those cities to play.
1: Yeah, but not in the Canadian ones because they won't be here. Yeah, uh,
0: but junior hockey is getting going.
1: Interesting, right?
0: And I don't. And the thing is, uh, the OHL, which is the Ontario Hockey League, and the Western Hockey League, which is essentially from Manitoba over, are not starting till December. But the QMJHL. Which encompasses the Maritime provinces in Canada and Quebec, which is one of the problem areas, uh, <laughs> yeah. is starting on Friday, October uh, the first or second is the when they're playing.
1: So next weekend, basically, yeah. That's no, uh, this week. Yeah, this weekend. Yes, this weekend. Wow, happens. we're already in October almost. Right? Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, they're they're not doing a bubble. It's just teams traveling on a bus from one city to another interprovincially. How are they doing that with, uh, with some of the maritime provinces? I believe some of them are fully blocked off. That's
0: the, that's the thing. I, I don't know. I'm trying to read here if the maritime teams are just going to play each other. Uh, and then the Quebec teams, uh, because the way that it's, uh, the divisions are, it's essentially, uh, almost, uh, that way anyways uh so we'll yeah. bring up the standings i guess um well it doesn't really do us any good because that's so yeah there's a maritime division east division and west division so right. in the, yeah the maritime the maritime Zoo,
1: division still has some quebec teams too i believe
0: uh according to their website it's moncton st john halifax charlottetown cape breton and acadie bathurst so, all oh, okay. maritime teams. All maritimes. Um, I think it's very common for them to go and play uh, Ramouski or Victoriaville yeah, or sure. uh, Shenwin again. Chicoutimi Chikutami, Quebec, Baykomo.
1: I don't
0: No, probably
1: not. Um, yeah, it's just interesting how I guess it's just.
0: Uh, what is it about the Quebec ear? team that's kind of almost like, no, we're starting in October and the other ones are kind of like, let's hold off till December.
1: It's, uh, having lived in Quebec for a significant period of my life, I can tell you that they are a little bit of contrarians. Always just want to do things a little bit differently. Um, (laughs) Some things are amazing for that, you know? They, They are known for their cuisine. They're known for their fashion. These are things where being creative and being different, thinking outside of the box, awesome. Uh, public policy, yeah. You know, maybe we uh, just kind of follow along with how others are doing it because they're doing it successfully, not just because it's a fashionable thing to do. I don't know. It's they're not going to have fans. They can't have fans.
0: No. Yeah. Definitely no fans.
1: So I don't see what the rush is. It's not like they're. Gonna be losing out on. They're they're gonna be losing money either way. So I don't know. I, if, there's no rhyme or reason really. Um, yay, junior hockey. But weird that the Canadian Hockey League is essentially not on an even level playing field. How is there gonna championship? You know, situation I don't know. gonna work. <laughs>
0: Uh, and the big juicy carrot that is uh, coming up next week is the long-awaited, uh, four months behind schedule NHL draft, which yeah. takes place next Tuesday and Wednesday, October sixth and seventh.
1: Yeah. How excited are you? Week.
0: Yeah, that that's. Sucks. I don't. I don't know why they. I I get that they made a time frame.
1: Um, and they're sticking to it. Damn it.
0: I know, right? Well, because the. Uh, six and seven so the friday uh that's when free agency starts right on the ninth, so uh, you i'm i i do not know i you would think that the tv ratings would have the draft better on a friday night saturday kind of like how it's always been
1: yeah um maybe they're just counting on everyone being at home anyway um now some of us still have to work god yeah are different you know people work different shifts people have different time zones. I don't know. I, there's going to be a, a lot of action on draft day. I'm excited for that.
0: A lot of it. I think all day Tuesday, it's just going to be stuff happening.
1: Which, thanks productivity.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to do week. anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's gonna. it's going to be a hell of a draft. You guys are in a good situation having two
0: you know the the more I think about it, uh, you know the third, the fifth, and the twenty sixth.
1: Is it or twenty sixth
0: or 28 The whatever the Islanders pick, it ended up being is,
1: yeah. I think it's it could be check, but yeah, that's three. Obviously, three in the first round, uh, two top five. So that's a damn in this kind of draft. Who are, you, who are you looking for? Obviously, you, you know, you'll end up with a top-end player, but uh, what kind of position are you, are you looking at? Best player available, drafting by position? You know, uh,
0: if they went uh, uh, one defense, one forward, I wouldn't be upset about that, but there's like Quinton Byfield uh, from Sudbury. I've seen yeah. him play personally when he uh, in the playoffs when they played the 67s, uh, he's he's just a beast. And that was he's two huge. years ago. So he, <laughs> yeah. he's grown another year.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Um, I mean, Marco Rossi, who played for the 67s, is yeah. also an excellent center. Um,
1: he's Jack Quinn.
0: Jack Quinn. Like, uh, Drysdale uh, would be yeah, so probably be the top the, defense.
1: The top defender. He might be available at five. Who knows?
0: Like, that's uh, – so it's – do you play mind games of after the first two have picked, do you pick the next best person uh, and hope that um, Detroit doesn't pick who you want to pick after? Do you have, do you, it's yeah, there's, there's so many people in the top 10. Yeah. It's it's
1: one of these draft years that uh, might be second to the, uh, um, McDavid year, where that yeah. it, it was like from 1 to 20, yeah, you could unless you're Boston, you could almost pick any player. <laughs> I mean, I mean, guess, like, it, they if hit they, on DeBrusque, but that was it.
0: If they picked uh, maybe the, the Askarov, uh, he's a goalie mm-hmm. out of St. Petersburg, that might yeah. be a little like yeah, I don't think we, but
1: it would be yeah. off it would be off like the projections but yeah if he's if they're drafting by position he's the top goal
0: yes i uh, i don't know if we need another goalie that early yeah that's the question uh, right and also because we have so many yeah goalies are so weird picking goalies of, in the
1: first round is super unconventional who, who was which, the
0: last one that hit flurry
1: in the first round no no there's been since um uh, wasn't Samsonov in the first round was he I want to say maybe late first round. Definitely not in the top.
0: No, but that's the thing, right? Like Fleury was picked top three, right? Was he first overall or?
1: I think he was first. Um, When when was Price picked? I guess that was probably around the same period of time. They're roughly the same age. But yeah, there's not a lot of goalies picked in the top 10. Um, Oh man, he was... Thatcher Demko was in the first round, I think, but not in the not in the top ten for sure.
0: Carey Price is younger than marc Andre Fleury.
1: Yeah, I think so by a couple of years. Oh, my Fleury God. was drafted before before uh, Crosby.
0: Yeah, no, and uh, Carey Price was drafted the same year as Sidney Crosby and yeah, Bobby, Ryan.
1: Right. Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan was two. picked
0: number two right after, and Jack jo- oh, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Oh, poor Jack Johnson, man.
1: Oh. Did he you see the the expose on him? Uh, yeah, he's wait no, was it him that he had like financial issues and his family Ooh. took advantage of him?
0: Yeah, his parents made him yeah. broke. And now yeah. he he's suing like to sue your own parents, man. That's uh.
1: that makes for an interesting Thanksgiving.
0: Oh man, looking at this 2005 draft, Ottawa picked Brian Lee. Hey.
1: Oh. And two picks after
0: that was Anse Kopitar. There was Mark Stahl. Ryan O'Mara.
1: Recently traded Mark Stahl.
0: Martin Hansel. Remember Martin Hansel? Hansel?
1: Yeah, he was an elite third-line center.
0: And then that same year, Toronto Drafts goaltender Tuka Rask. Uh,
1: TJ Oshie. Andrew Cogliano.
0: Steve Downey. Matt Niskanen.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird seeing what kind of players are drafted in the first round. Even if they end up being full-time NHLers, you're still kind of like, wait.
0: Oh, Gilbert Brulé. Oh, classic. Dang,
1: oui, yeah. Benoit Pouillot. Also, oh. Minnesota Wild alumni.
0: Yeah.
1: Benoit Pouillot, Um Wait, was it Benoit Pouillot? I think so. Um away from me growing up in Sherbrooke Quebec uh, I'm going to double check that it's Benoit pretty sure it is um, and at one point uh, if I'm going to tell the story I want to make sure that it's accurate he is 34 so in my age range um, part of my upbringing was in Sherbrooke Quebec and that's where I started playing hockey like and play uh, organized hockey, we couldn't afford that. But uh, I played in um, in an area. Of, who's the new Puia? The more recent Puya. Anyway, I played ice hockey, and I, I ended up playing with um, a professional player. Well, he wasn't professional at the time, but he ended up being uh, a professional player. I thought it was Benoît Puia, but it doesn't appear he is. No, it was. Perron, uh David uh, Perron.
0: David Perron, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And all I remember was like these him and his brother were like circling everyone. They were just insane good. And I was like sixteen at the time, could've been eighteen. Talking about a like entirely different specimen of person. Oh definitely. As soon as
0: as soon as someone like that steps on the ice, you just you just know. You're like, Cool, yeah. all right. You're on my team? Yeah, okay, you get the puck. <laughs> so looking at this draft class, two people have played over a thousand games that were drafted in the first round. And one of them is not Sidney Crosby.
1: One of them is not Crosby.
0: He he's at 984.
1: It w- that definitely would not be Carey Price No on a Virtue of goalies playing less. I'm not going to check because that wouldn't be fun. But that draft, uh, it's it's not going to be like uh, Bobby Ryan or Jack Johnson or someone in the top.
0: No, Bobby Ryan's at 8:33. Jack Johnson's at
1: 9:37. So it's just a bit more than Jack Johnson. It's probably someone in the later round and later in the round. Uh, Toss me a hint.
0: Uh, I've said both the names already. Both the names?
1: Oh, of course. Gilbert Brûlet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, he only played 299.
1: Yeah, he wasn't around for that long. No. Um, I, I can't think of it.
0: So, Anzi Kopitar, oh, of course Kopitar has played the amazing.
1: most.
0: Mm-hmm. And then someone who's just surpassed one thousand at ten twelve is Andrew That's Cogliano.
1: Cogliano. Wow. Okay.
0: Which kind of surprised me. But yeah, yeah it's go. it's really interesting to to see all just going back in draft classes and just seeing people and names from yesteryear and
1: Yeah, when you think of guys like Cogley, I know those are like role players that you don't think are drafted in the same uh, round, let alone the same conversation as a guy like Crosby or, or Carey Price. So it's really weird to think of like, whew, when we're looking at this year's draft list and we're like, oh man, yeah, I want Mercer or I want Schneider. are like, these might be names that you only know for this year and you never hear them again. Um <laughs> That said, I have I have a list of guys um, you know, of available fifteenth pick. Uh, of course by eleven, twelve the tier level drops off of what's expected of them, but you never know.
0: You, yeah, never, you know. never know. And the world juniors a like is Barzal, a good tool for that. You, know? you get excited about a player yeah. and then they could do well and then other times they just all flats
1: oh yeah like look at braden point lighting it out and he was picked in the third round and he was amazing in the world juniors like that's the only place i knew him from was the world juniors really when he was drafted i was mm-hmm. like oh man he went to the third round crazy it's crazy well and that's uh, the thing sometimes the world
0: juniors uh, can uh add to your draft status you mm-hmm. might have been picked in the third round and then you have a good world juniors and it carries on the rest of your junior season and you get bumped up to a second or a late first, maybe even, um, or makes you notice on those teams like, uh, Switzerland or Germany ones that you're not necessarily going to send, um, scouts to because maybe one or two of those players, maybe more so nowadays are playing in junior hockey here in Canada or kind of, uh, university in the States, States, NCAA, But uh, a lot of those uh, countries that kind of uh, just get into it, uh, you know, this is their chance to to say, "Hey, like I can play as well."
1: Yeah, that's why. That's arguably why a guy like Drysaitel wasn't actually drafted in the top three. Um, you know, you have teams like uh, Buffalo and uh, Calgary. Uh, was it Calgary? drafted Sam Bennett. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um And they were excited. They were like, Oh, we get to get one of the Sams." Oh Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, dry saddle slips to the Oilers. Like it could just be a deficiency in their drafting and, and how they're scouting. I mean, and they're scouting. That's the thing.
0: Your scout could say like, Oh, he, he didn't have that right stuff. And like, it's what yeah. stuff are you measuring? Like, jam.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's It's not measurable, it's an intangible. Well, okay, but we can't make decisions on your gut. Like, that's not good enough. Um, But that's, you know, that's going against up on the top of the list is very Moneyball type of, uh, oh, I don't like his girlfriend. uh, This has nothing to do with the game. Um, Yeah, but hey, Sam Reinhardt's not that bad. He's due for a new contract, (laughs) but he's no (laughs) Dreisaitl.
0: And let's not forget the second round phenom that the Montreal Canadiens drafted, Guillaume Latendresse.
1: Guillaume Latendresse was a uh, regional icon, uh, I'm sure somewhere in some place in Quebec. Uh, Like a Shea Weber drafted second round. Yep. I believe
0: So there are very few minutes left in the uh, third period. So, do you think it's still two nothing?
1: I haven't checked. Um, Eleven minutes left in the third. No, no there's uh,
0: three minutes left.
1: Three minutes? Oh shit! It's probably still two nothing.
0: I'm just uh... just logging on because you know. Uh, us people here who don't have uh, cable internet I swear I'm logging in legally I'm not getting uh, one of those
1: weird really streams
0: that they make commercials about so <laughs> it's loading you know though the wind just carries the internet here so sometimes it's strong sometimes it's not thinking it's thinking this is riveting podcasting what you're listening to here folks so
1: okay so i can confirm the score okay yeah so dallas is on a
0: power play
1: with four minutes left just under four minutes
0: so i have so it's 257 dallas is on the power play for the next 24 seconds and the and so we have the face off this is my audition to be play-by-play. It's probably going to go horribly. So, uh, you know, whoever's listening, uh, if anyone's hiring, I don't think anyone's hiring currently because there's no – Oh, uh, well, there might be a few jobs. Who knows? Uh, so the Dallas oh, Power maybe, Play is you know, over.
1: Someone, maybe someone in the Marvel Olympics gives you a chance, man.
0: Oh, man, that would be – although the guy who does the Marvel Olympics, his voice is – really smooth so it's uh yeah he does a good job of competition it is and that's actually an international um like he he does it from europe so that's the oh really yeah i mean i guess i'd be travel perks so
1: it's that good old european content
0: yeah, right like it's riveting stuff uh folks if you don't know what i'm talking about way back in episode one i give a shout out to uh the jellies marble olympics uh it's a youtube channel that does marble racing kind of uh like uh, f1 or nascar uh in all different trains and then they also do kind of like events like olympic style just for fun and it was uh, I don't want to say a, a good distraction at the start of the pandemic or a good start to it, but it was a good discovery uh, at the beginning of the pandemic uh, when all sports just stopped and uh, it, was, it was something fun. That's what uh, YouTube's meant for, right? Yeah. It's,
1: it's a dark, uh, maybe not dark, but definitely the deep rabbit holes of YouTube that you can go down and uh, all of a sudden, eight hours later, you find yourself watching uh teams of colored marbles be uh, very sassy (laughs) with each other and uh very start to
0: talk and yeah those eight (laughs) hours where you just kind of like take a deep breath and you look out you're like what the hell just happened
1: like are those marbles in the fans doing the wave (laughs) what am i watching
0: are they moving oh my
1: they might be they're they're just super reflective
0: super (laughs) reflective
1: okay so the goalie's been pulled
0: yes so we're open is now We're at two minutes.
1: So I'm thinking, if Ottawa were to go with Quinton Byfield, Byfield, probably Detroit would. Would they be smart to go with Jamie Drysdale? But we know Detroit might. You know, maybe Iserman would make the right decision, but could also go off the board.
0: He could go off the board. I could see him go Perferetti.
1: Well, I was thinking Lucas Raymond. Or yeah, they, yeah.
0: I don't even know what Detroit needs at this point. Like they need
1: everything. To, There's nothing that they don't need.
0: That's the thing. They always feel they already feel smited by getting yeah. not a top three pick. So like, well, yeah, that's a that's tough. Also, like they'd, did you they'd hear? Be foolish
1: to go without Dreisal.
0: Did you hear Ottawa's looking at bringing in Ilya uh, Kovolchuk?
1: So you buy out. Bobby Ryan is a good story and a warm body and you're not really saving all that much at, on the cap or in actual salary. I don't you know how true that is. That's the,
0: I don't have firsthand knowledge with this. Uh, I get yeah, my views from other people. Be,
1: so <laughs> The real question would be, uh, would Kovalchuk want to come to Ottawa? And
0: Well, he went uh, to Montreal, right? I guess.
1: Yeah, but at least Montreal you could say like, there's an actual – fun aspect to it well yeah it's
0: very european right so
1: yeah exactly ottawa it's very uh you can have fun but you have to go you have to really find it uh if you're if you're in your niche then you can have fun but it's it's definitely not known for uh party city oh the cup is being present oh no prepared
0: 37 seconds left dallas has taken a timeout It's going to be the longest 37 seconds for all of those people in that arena.
1: Yeah, all 80 of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is the last game that we'll watch for the next few months at least.
0: This this could be the last game of 2020 if the season doesn't start until January. So, I mean, in all, it's essentially the same if it were to end in june and then not start till october it's actually if we go october so november it is it's almost the same time period
1: uh yeah i guess it's like two months right
0: yeah it does look like they did there are some fan like some family members i guess if they're canadian
1: yeah i think think. uh,
0: because cory perry's wife i believe was there
1: yeah his daughter wife and daughter Oh, was that Klinberg? He just, oh, he got a shot block. Is that Johnson? Yeah. Ooh, Tyler Johnson, man. He's a, there it is. Wow. All right. Well, that's, that's a historic moment for your podcast. There we, we go. We just watched the 2020 champion, Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: The Tampa Bay Lightning. Congratulations. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Lions.
1: Cup winner. Wow,
0: Steven Stamkos, a well-deserved Stanley Cup, even though he played what three minutes and five seconds in he the entire playoffs, and he scored a goal. Bring, yeah, Shen. Uh, there's uh, Victor Hedman, who I think should have won the oh. yeah. I mean uh, the Norris this year.
1: No offense to. Uh, uh, I mean, Yossi, Yo- but yeah. I don't. I didn't watch beast. enough
0: of Nashville. To see the difference, yeah. I I just see. I see uh, Headman a lot with them being in the same division. So
1: yeah, it's the East Coast bias. Yes, so it is what it is. Um, you know that's why we, as fan personally, I was surprised at how good Dallas was. We don't watch enough Dallas hockey.
0: Right. I mean, um, they got hot at the right time. And listening to other people talk and podcasts, uh, they were doing well. Bef- like just before, so either way they would have made the playoffs and I mean they ended up as the four seed right at the yeah before they would have
1: they would have had a a run at it
0: yeah because everyone was trying to understand how Edmonton didn't get the four seed and Dallas had to play in but I mean clearly the results talk so
1: yeah if they couldn't get it out get out of the uh, qualifier if they had to yeah then they wouldn't they they wouldn't have been able to make it this far um it's kind of crazy. Uh, Patrick Maroon is the only repeat uh, back-to-back winner. Because he won last year, right, with the with the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. So there you have it. Defending champion, Patrick Maroon <laughs> successfully defended his title against and with a different team.
0: Yeah. And this is the part that I, I... I feel bad about is when they pan the camera on the losing team. And it's just like, yeah. you see the, just the defeat in their eyes and the sadness. And I, uh, one thing, which is fine. I mean, they're on the ice, they're doing the handshakes. Uh, but when the reporters just, I hate when reporters going after, like if I was able to go and do reporting and talk to losing players, like you have to come up with better questions and like how do you feel like what's what's the feeling right yeah, now what's like, it like what do you think it feels like they're gutted they just like they may never get back to this point Take like
1: the worst thing that's ever happened to you and play that in front of millions of people in
0: front and then of ask family. about it like what they're feeling yeah. internally like come on like that's that's what frustrates me the most
1: so um, it's cornball questions and it's not for it's like oh they have to do it because it's their job sure but why do they do it because fans really want them to ask that question we don't it's want because to they're that.
0: gonna get put in the newspaper and or yeah. people are gonna watch that and then people talk about it like oh like obviously he's gonna be upset like look he, he didn't swear and like so yeah, I, like so just... much is
1: made when Crosby <laughs> cried Detroit Red Wings yeah uh, beat, beat them and they went back into the same to them a year later. Uh, but like or even I don't like the guy I don't I don't like the team but when uh, when the Bruins lost and, and you could see Marshan, you know was visibly upset he was tearing up it's like do we really need to does that need to be like magnified like, so no, weird. No it really doesn't I mean like I, I right now
0: could not come up with a set of questions I would have to think about it as someone preparing for that would and I'm sure I could come up with at least one or two good questions that could replace, like, what is yeah. this feeling for you right now? Or, uh, in this moment, like, what do you, what are your takeaways?
1: Oh, you know, we could have had a couple bounces, you know,
0: Yeah, or like, Oh, was this Just, uh, the, the defining moment that made you lose? Like,
1: it, and that's <sighs> why, that's why hockey players are known for having such canned and boring answers is because yeah. they get the same, they get the same, nasty you know like type of repetitive questions from reporters it's just like you could you become a robot and you just respond with oh, you really
0: do yeah it wasn't
1: it wasn't our game the other team gave it their all they wanted it more a couple bounces here and there like it's it's just pre-scripted nonsense and dribble coming from both sides because they're playing a game with the some hot, some of them are even worse, like Steve Simmons. Oh um, my God! One of the one of the worst.
0: Just why? Just even this year, like stuff that he's come out with. Now it's yeah. Are you kidding yeah.
1: me? The questions that he asked uh, Masai Jerry or, or the way that he responded to Austin Matthews when uh, oh. Austin Matthews gave him, like, you know, his two cents. He's just, he's just, he's always been that way. And you can tell someone who writes for The Sun, he's a low quality person. Just the worst. Some reporters really piss me off.
0: Uh, And that's the thing. Some make a living of it and make a bank ton of money.
1: Some are are funny about it. They're worth it. Some are worth
0: it. Some just do it because they know they get in the public eye and they don't care what people think about them. But,
1: yeah, it's, wonder why print media is falling apart there's no I have no idea what you're it. talking about so just... not classy
0: <laughs> well congratulations to the tampa bay lightning uh the forever remembered 2019 2020 season that went almost to when the 2020 2021 season would have started yeah uh you know deserve a break congratulations uh and uh now we can set our sights to next week in the draft and free agency
1: hockey in september who would have known
0: who would have known deep
1: september too yeah um it was fun it was a fun ride different outcomes obviously would have been ideal different blue and white team winning would have been really great and awesome and super fabulous but at least it's going to, you know, it's right around the corner. It feels like it's sooner than it's ever been because we've gone through an off season already. Uh, this year we've, we have to go through two off seasons, but, um, whatever the next season has in store, I'm sure it'll be interesting.
0: It's I'm sure it'll be right around the corner before we know it. Yeah. The rate Uh,
1: this year is going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: So we'll uh, definitely have you back on after uh, the draft and free agency uh, to tee up the, not summer, but winter break of the NHL.
1: Yeah, Uh, this is where the general managers make the biggest mistakes. So I'm I'm excited to see uh, what kind of terrible contracts are uh, signed or bought out or traded. It's gonna be super interesting
0: now that the cap is not moving, so.
1: Yeah, and not to mention that there's going to be an expansion draft next year. Huge turning point in the season. So, so much going on with the, with the NHL. There's so, Gary Beman
0: is about to present the con Smythe. Who do you think gets it?
1: Vasilevsky? He's been solid throughout. He's played so much hockey, like like the amount of overtimes that this guy's been through. I can't imagine. I mean, if it's not him, maybe Hedman.
0: Hedman, yeah, the...
1: I, yeah. I yeah. Andre Vasilevsky's another one of those yeah. late first round picks.
0: Victor Hedman but just got it.
1: He did. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ten goals. I forgot he scored that much.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you don't have to have. Um...
0: And then that's the problem: is no one booed Gary Bettman when he came out. Just
1: yeah. Well, the Dallas Stars were already in the in the locker room, <laughs> so they didn't have the chance to boo him.
0: <laughs> so the Stanley Cup is on its way, and uh, we will say uh, au revoir to Alvaro, a uh, bientôt. Si, and, muchas uh,
1: gracias. Merci beaucoup.
0: Merci beaucoup. And, uh, we will speak to you uh, I'm sure in a matter of weeks to tee up the off season.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Talk to you then. Take care.
0: Thank you so much, Alvaro, for coming on our uh, podcast this week. Uh, it's been an incredible, weird, interesting hockey season, and it's not over because uh, the draft is happening uh, this week. And if you uh, are interested in watching, let us know uh, what you're feeling when you're watching the draft. Are you happy, excited that your team is drafting, upset? Uh, that your team is training away a player, got to deal with salary cap issues again. So it's going to be a heck of an off-season. So much to go through. Uh, we will definitely have Alvaro back sometime during the off-season, and we'll have to talk about when the season actually starts. Is it December? Is it January? Junior hockey is starting up, so there's still hockey to watch. Basketball is just finishing up. Uh, NFL is going, so there are sports to be had. But... Uh, For those of you who are celebrating Thanksgiving this uh, weekend coming in Canada, happy Thanksgiving. For those of you listening in other countries, uh, happy normal October weekend. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode. Have a wonderful, safe, incredible week and weekend enjoy uh your loved ones but do please stay safe stay in your bubble Uh, we're getting through this the fall has been fabulous so far so enjoy everything stay safe eat lots and lots of food and sport on